broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia. It's time for Business Writers Radio. Now, here are your hosts. Lee Cantor with Stone Payton broadcasting from the Concourse Athletic Grill, and this is the first ever Business Writers Mixer. Stone, are you surviving? I am, but I'm about worn out. I think we have this gentleman, who of course we all know very well, and I think we have one more, and I think Jack might let us take take a break. But it's been a fun evening. It was a fun day. You know, we had the launch episode of Business Writers Radio at like 1.30 this afternoon. We had Jack and Patty in the studio. We had James Dallas, Joyce Bone, uh, both well-known authors and very well-respected and recognized here in the Atlanta market anyway. But it's been so much fun catching up with authors, publishers, editors, illustrators, uh, and some aspiring authors this evening. But uh, now, now we got the headliner, man. <laughs> he is this is what everybody's here. been waiting for. <laughs> exactly. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast the well-fed writer, none other than Mr. Peter Bowerman. How are you, buddy? I am good, and I am glad to be here, and thanks for inviting me. You know, uh, Jack and Patty Phillips' uh, goal is to have more well-fed writers, because uh, not <laughs> every true. writer is as well-fed as you. Have mm. uh, you found that to be true? Absolutely. Well, I think um, I think there's sort of sometimes there's sort of an inbuilt insecurity that uh, uh, that a lot of writers have that uh, has them always in the kind of begging bowl position. That's right. Mm-hmm. The positioning's important in your business, isn't it? <laughs> right. And hat and hat in hand is not a good That's way a to good approach this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's too much of the kind of quote, I'm just happy to be here <laughs> right. mentality. And uh, and I think if, if someone has good skills and they know they bring value, then then they have every right to, to be there and, and they have a worthwhile contribution to make to, to a company or to a publication. So now in your book, you kind of illustrated the, the value of having a book. Right, they having a platform like the Wellfed Writer, you've been able to leverage and be. You have the Wellfed self-published writer, right? self-publisher, right? And then you is that the only two, or there's a third one? Uh, no, those are the only two. But I mean, there was five books total in that three in the Wellfed Writer series: the the original, a companion, and then the updated version of the first two, which phased out the first two, and then two versions of the Wellfed self-publisher. And then, so. but the reason to have the book wasn't to become rich as a writer. I mean, maybe that was initially, but it was to help you get more business in your consulting and your work. Um, yes, to a certain extent, although the market for my, uh, the audience for my um, book is not the same as the people who would, who would who be hire hiring you. me. Yeah. But it helps you be, it's easier for them to hire the guy who wrote the book than right. some other guy. Right, yeah, and, and I've, gotten some, I've gotten some referrals uh, to clients from people who knew me through my work, mm-hmm. and and they would say that very thing. You know, I can't take on this job, but let me turn you over to the guy who literally wrote the book on the subject. And right. so, you know, they they feel far more comfortable. Uh, so, but it was really almost two tracks for me, and I know that that's you know it's not always that way. But you know, I started out as a writer, and then I said, hey, you know, maybe I maybe I could write a book about this, and and because. Uh, there's just a lot of people out there who 
put it this way, I knew that I wouldn't have trouble finding an audience for a book talking about making a really good living as a writer. Right, there's people who want to learn how to do that. Right, right. And that's and that of course the focus of the book of course is commercial writing, writing for companies, not you know not writing newspapers, uh, magazines, Harry Potter. you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah, the, the the lottery odds type of writing. <laughs> so so there's a larger market, obviously, for people uh, like uh, businesses have words that they use in their everyday life. So they have to a lot of times hire someone to write those words. Absolutely, and that's and that's really the whole premise of the book and the whole premise of that part of my business is that in the course of communicating with prospects, clients, and employees. A, a, a typical corporation ha, has to create an enormous amount of written material. Right. And anyone out there listening who's ever worked for a company, think of everything that your company has had to create, your, your writing-wise, and some of that stuff gets created in-house, but uh, a lot of it gets created, uh, you know, uh, by by contractors. Now, just think about the content marketing. I mean, you and I run into that a lot. And, you know, as we interview people that are trying to, to, to market their services, this whole content marketing thing, that this must have been a marvelous boon for your business, right? Um, to a certain extent. Um, I mean, I, I'm what I find funny about it is that I've always been doing the kinds of projects that are considered content marketing, like white papers, like right, case right. studies, blogging, things like that. Now, the difference, of course, now is that there's, you know, there's a much more, it's all, it, it all goes back to the web, you know. People don't like to be sold, they like to educate themselves before they buy something, and so how can we throw a bunch of content up on site that people will find that will bring them to our site. And, you know, the nice thing about that is that by the time they show up and knock on a salesman's door, they're three-quarters sold, right. you know, because they've been, you know, they've been educated, so. But isn't there a challenge in today's world, though, that everybody thinks they can write? Like, because now <laughs> everybody's got a blog, everybody's Why got... Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> Isn't that true? I Absolutely. Mean, it's a double-edged sword. Well, it's writing has always been one of those things that uh, it's sort of the Rodney Dangerfield of the creative. <laughs> you know, it, 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 everybody thinks they can do it, right. and everybody thinks it's easy. Not everybody. Uh, and, you know, obviously the kinds of clients that I love to work with are the ones who say, look, you know, we're really good at this. We know we're not good at that, and we're smart enough to you know bring someone in from the outside so but you know I, the, one of the one of the, the kind of jokes in my business is if you ever run across a client who says yeah I like to dabble in writing a little <laughs> run away like, be afraid run be away. very afraid so writing must be really good for your skin you you, you have like no wrinkles you just, what is the deal with that? You, have, you, you should write a, a skincare book. When you're well fed, there's not a lot of stress. Uh, well, right. No, I have good genes. You know, I, I, I feel a lot older than I look. <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> so, but yes, and I think we can we can uh, we can give a lot of credit to the South for the nice the humidity <laughs> right, down right. here and everything. But 
Yeah, but even you know, even my you know my mom to the day she passed, she had you know really good skin and you know, so. <laughs> So, but thank you. I'll take the compliment. <laughs> so, uh, I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> New projects? Have you got some really cool big stuff coming up or just a day-to-day -day grind of hammering it out? Or what's going on? <laughs> Boy, that sounds appealing, the day-to-day -day grind. <laughs> yeah, I'm a writer. Hammering you know. it out. He's a writer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I dabble. He I dabble. a phrase. It was a dark and stormy Monday morning as <laughs> 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 I was staring at my computer screen. Um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm working on a couple of uh, science fiction books. No, 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 no. <laughs> novel. <laughs> yeah, that used to that used to be the the, the, the line when you'd say um, I've written a book called The Well-Fed Writer. <laughs> People say was that fantasy, <laughs> science fiction. It's like no, actually, it really isn't. Um, no, I'm I'm working on a I'm working on a project for a uh, a marketing company right now, helping them get their messaging right on their website. I'm actually doing a couple of book titles. Um, you just do the title. I just do the good work if you I can get it right there. Just do the title. Yeah. So anyone out there kind of like interested, check out Title Taylor, like a clothes tailor, TitleTaylor.com. But yeah, that started out because um, Harry Potter used it was like Larry, not Larry Cotter, and then they go, <laughs> Peter, what do you think? And you're like, Nah. No, he didn't. He, didn't, he, didn't, he looks more like a Harry. To me. So yeah, I try to. You know, I don't want to. So I have a title for you. Just put this in your back pocket for when you need it, because I thought it was a good hook for a country song. I'm a one woman man. And that one will do just fine. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So that's what I got going on, and uh, yeah, people actually pay me to uh, to to do a book title for them. So that's you're a specialist now. <laughs> Is this your fans? I don't know. <laughs> so we've got paparazzi coming up here, dancing, looking at books and stuff. Right, right. <laughs> So, uh, so what do you think about this? Uh, I have a real affinity or soft spot for what Jack and Patty are trying to accomplish here. Uh, I know you got a chance to visit with Jack a little bit. What's your take on this whole idea of trying to build a community, this business writers exchange to, to support uh, these folks? Well, there's no question, and I have learned from from personal firsthand experience in my in my. Uh, consulting uh, my self-publishing coaching business is how much cluelessness you know I mean I think a lot of people just think they know how to do you know a book and it's a whole different world and um, and there's a lot of people out there waiting to take your money from you yeah. uh, and so I think it's I think it's enormously needed um, because I see that, and you do too. You see books that are that come out all the time that are, especially the self-published ones, that the titles aren't good and the, you know, it's not well designed and it's not well thought through. And uh, you really need that outside uh, experts, plural, ideally, saying, um, you know, this is how you, you know, this is how you do it right. And, and I was, when I was talking to them, we were talking about the fact that nothing that we do can guarantee your success, but what we can do is keep you from making mistakes that will guarantee your failure. You know, so, um, and, and I think there's a lot of basic things that people can do um, that they don't get right, you know, and I, and I see it all the time. So, uh, 
and I've you know I've been I've been coaching writers, uh, self-publishers for 14 years. So you know I've seen all of the cluelessness out there, and, and <laughs> so so yeah, absolutely. There's a there's a market for what they're doing, and it's needed. So, so now they conventionally publish. I think the vast majority of their books. Have you been? You started as self-publishing, or you got traditionally published? Oh no, I've only been self-published. You've only been self-published. Only be, I have I've had no interest in in going the traditional route. Um, I, I I only made a half-hearted effort when I first started out going going the traditional route, and I think I contacted the dummies folks, and uh, and I never even got a. Um, you know, a return email, and so you who's know. laughing now? Yeah, right. <laughs> who's a dummy now, right? <laughs> so, uh, and then once I, you know, once I, um, you know, saw how much more money I could make on my own, um, you know, even books going through, um, you know, conventional channels, uh, it, you know, it was it was a no-brainer. You right. know, and, and then you start adding ebook products on top of that, which adds another twenty, thirty dollars on top of a $20 sale, all of which is digital, you know, so, you know, it, it ends up being, it ends up absolutely annihilating the traditional publishing model. But, but, but my, the way I did it is not necessarily perfect for everybody. Right. And the thing about, um, especially now that you have a following and you have a, I don't want to say built-in audience, but you have a, a, a lot of people that are interested in what you have to say, so they're open to buying what you... Right. It, it's the same as, like, if the Rolling Stones left their label, they'd be just fine. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And, and, and that's really the thing, is that once you get the first one out of your way and you've built that audience, there's no need to, to go to a publisher right. because, the, the, you know... Because the publisher is going to lean on you to do the promotion and marketing anyway. Exactly, and that's that's actually the big, um, <laughs> the, the big, the, well, yeah, and, and the real, the big disappointment and uh, disconcerting revelation that a lot of authors discover is how how little, and and in my in my book, the Welfare Self Publisher, I was quoting some people who use the terms scandalously little. <laughs> criminally little marketing support that they got from their publishers and uh, so you know and, and even if you were you know lucky enough to like be the hot thing that came in the door well another hotter thing could come in the door you know next month and then all of a sudden uh, you know you're relegated to second place so um, so yeah no one will ever care as much about your book as you will and uh, to a publisher, by definition, you are just another w- widget, you know, um, and and so they 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 are limited in how much time and resources they can devote to you. So, so now if people want to learn more and get access to your world. Where do they go? What's the website? Uh, well, wellfedwriter.com, just like it sounds, no dashes or spaces. Uh, for anyone interested in, in hearing about uh, the commercial writing field, writing freelance for companies, where you can make a very good living. And that leads to, I've got a free, uh, free uh, blog, e-zine, knowledge base, free report, you know, and a few things I charge for. And, uh, and then, of course, Wellfed SP, as in wellfedselfpublisher.com, uh, is the site for, my, uh, for those who have a book in them and contemplating going the uh, DIY route. 
and that gives them all the resources or you can help them with some elements of it right right I mean you could they buy the book and I actually don't have nearly as big a platform um, it, it's funny the the, the well-fed writer uh, experience taught me well-fed self-publisher became kind of a cautionary tale in a sense <laughs> because it, it's hard to keep up two platforms right. you know have a blog and a newsletter and for both and as a result I haven't sold as many well-fed self-publishers as I have well-fed writers but uh, um, but I do coaching for both uh, both of them and that's really the main reason for doing it you know uh, so and speaking and things like that but I've been lucky also I've sold a lot of books over the years so that's good so and I would say you know the, the number one advice I give to people in terms of you know the most important marketing book marketing strategy is write a good book I mean that's, that's, <laughs> there's an idea I, I mean <laughs> doing good work is a good sales tool <laughs> I mean we we're, we're laughing but it, it but all you got to do is look around and realize how few people are actually doing that you know write a book that's you know as good or better than anything else like it you know uh, in the field and what happens then is that you 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 end up recruiting an unofficial army of salespeople who will spread the word which you just won't get if you have a book that is average right so and so as a so put the time in on the front end that you have complete control over because you don't have control over everything that happens once you on hit the back publish, end right you know so well, thank you so much for being part of the thank show. Thank you Dave. for having me. So, and maybe, uh, and maybe you'll uh, have me back. Let's not so. get carried away. <laughs> okay, I no, know, we're going to get you in the studio. I try, try to think optimistic. And we definitely want to get you on Business Writers Radio. Fantastic job! All right, we'll be back okay. in a few from the Business Writers Conference at the Concourse Athletic Grill. <laughs>